Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. This is where I start. This is the beginning. It's 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thank you to everybody tuned in on the free Odyssey app. People listening live on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. Sirius XM Channel 158. Much love to all the truck drivers out there. And then people who happen to be listening right now. On a smart speaker, all you have to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. Thank you so much. He's not here in Atlanta with me, but thank you so much to super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's joining us live from New York City. We have a lot to get into tonight. Jason Kelsey, months ago you thought he was going to retire. Now he's here in training camp. For the Philadelphia Eagles, he's beating up the opposition. He's beating up Colts, protecting his guys. We got preseason NFL fights and joint training camp practices. Oh, real exciting. Baker Mayfield named QB1 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That didn't take long now, did it? All that talk about Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield ends up taking the job. Jonathan Taylor was at work, still on the PUP list. I assume still wanting a trade. Don't think it's going to happen. The Chicago White Sox, double news for the White Sox today. They fired my main man, Ken Williams, the vice president. There's also a report that in another six years, the White Sox could be departing Chicago, which sounds just sacrilegious that might be a possibility we have records being just kind of broken today in the WNBA Asia Wilson going for 53 points tying Lish Cambridge record well yeah big deal Chris Jones wants a contract he still is not at work Aaron Rodgers is set to actually play in a preseason game Rob Sala said we can't be scared Stephen A. Smith, he's in trouble again. He had another player call him out. And then how about this? Just minutes ago, the New York Yankees lost again. Yes, the New York Yankees lost again. Nine consecutive L's. Damn. It's been a long time since the Yankees lost nine consecutive 
game. So we're going to talk about the Yankees right away without wasting time. Hey, Shep, how are you? You doing good, man? I've been I've been better, Jared. Thanks for asking, man. How about you? I'm okay. You, you need somebody's ass whooped? <laughs> you know what? I might take you up on that. Um, I'm, I'm not going to do it, but I'll find somebody to do uh, it. Let's, let's go with that then. Okay. Well, well, we'll get into that. Are they? Do they need an ass whooping like the Yankees are getting? Oh man, um, it, it might be just as it might be just as necessary. Yes, for uh, someone to lay down the hammer because God knows both aren't paying attention and fall, and it, our wishes are falling on deaf ears. Jr. Okay, well let's let's talk about the Yankees first. They suck. I told you this yesterday. The New York Yankees actually had a day off. They didn't have a chance to lose last night, but they're back in action tonight, or were back in action against the Washington Nationals at home, and they couldn't get the job done. Awful. Terrible. They can only muster two hits against the Nationals. The Yankees have a record of 60-65. and They have now lost nine consecutive games. Did I mention they only had two hits tonight? They suck. And it seems like they can't connect the bat to a ball or haven't been able to connect the bat to the ball in weeks. This is the third time that they have been two hit or worse in their last six games. That's the whole week. They can't hit worth a damn. And they brought back up Peraza and Pereira, who's now their their outfielder. It didn't help. First time losing nine games in a row since 1982. Yankees aren't used to this. How about this? There wasn't a New York Yankee alive the last time they lost nine consecutive games. Let's take a listen to what this L sounded like on the Yankees radio network. Peraza has the winning run as he stands in. Now here's the 1-0. Bader goes, pitches grounded to third. Vargas throws to first in time. Ball game over. Washington wins. Yeah, they they sound pretty, I don't want to say miserable, but they they just sound like they're used to losing. Two to one. Where, Where are the Bronx Bombers at? They're not here. They stink. And this on a night that Carlos Rodon returns. He's been dealing with hamstring trouble and issues all over the place. Six innings pitched, one strikeout, no walks, gave up one earned run. At least there were plenty of putouts. Unfortunately, the Yankees were also put out at the plate themselves. And if you want to know how bad this is for the New York Yankees, they are 10 games back from the last wild card spot in the American League. They are 17 and a half games back behind the Orioles. The Yankees haven't had a losing streak like this, I told you, since 1982. Every single team in baseball, every single team in baseball has had at least one nine-game losing streak 
since the Yankees did this last in 1982. The Yankees are the last squad to the party. And come on now, we know they are the most decorated franchise in North American professional sports history. It's the New York Yankees, and now they lose it. By the way, this is the same New York Yankees. They were in the American League Championship Series last year. And I know it sounds tough. This is the same New York Yankees who it feels like for the past forever, they've been winning 90 to 100 games. It's the same New York Yankees when they only win 87 games. Oh, my God, it's a, it's a disaster. 89 games, 90 games, it's a disaster. Ring the alarms. And so now the chickens have come home to roost. The Yankees' lack of a left-hand hitter. The Yankees' injuries. The aging roster. The fact that they're not spending like George Steinbrenner did. Long ago, his son ain't spending money like that. He's still spending cash, but he's not dumping it all out there. And there are a lot of people who are probably thrilled that the Yankees stink right now. You can't make this up. Aaron Boone, I don't know what the hell he's watching. He's probably going to be the dude who gets fired. He says somehow, someway, he just spoke to the media. Minutes ago, he spoke to the media and he said, I still believe big hits are coming, but right now, they're not here for us. Sometimes you have some tough luck out there, but I like the fact that we're getting on base. Would we have six six or seven walks and a hit batter? So we had opportunities out there. I'd hit some balls on the screws, but you know, I, I thought we had some chances and some pitches to do some things with tonight and just couldn't take advantage. Sounds like every night. At what point in time does this all just become boring? The, the answer is never. The answer is when, when somebody gets fired. But they, they, they can't lose again, right? Yeah, they can. They, they, they can lose. Not the, Shep, they can lose 10 consecutive games. That's possible, right? It's probable. Aaron Boone is a broken record at this point in time. Every day, every night, it's the same song and dance. We tried, we failed. I still believe we're going to turn things around. We're going to do this. Aaron Boone, he was asked about facing this non-game losing streak. And this is what Aaron Boone had to say about that. We're in it to win it. And, you know, at the end of the day, you work hard to put yourself in a position to shake hands at the end of the day. And when you get beat over and over again and you're in the middle of a tough season, it makes it hard. But you got to... You got to You got to fight that. Oh man! Can he skip? And I understand these dudes are obligated. After every game, it's part of their media responsibility. They have to talk to the media. They have to face the music. Win, lose, or draw. On a non-game winning streak, of course you want to talk to the media because what's what's the worst they're going to ask you? But on a non-game losing streak, what's the worst they can ask you? The answer is everything. Why do you suck? Imagine going to work every day and someone is asking you, why do you suck? I feel for Aaron Boone. I like the guy. I've spoken to him a few times, met him. He's a nice dude, genuinely. That's why when he goes ballistic during the games and curses out the umpires, I love it. But I feel for the dude because it's not all his fault, and he's likely going to be the guy who gets fired. 
tonight someone who shouldn't take any of the blame, as I told you, the guy who actually showed up to work and wasn't hurt, Carlos Rodon. Carlos Rodon showed up, and in six innings, he only gave up one earned run, and it was nice that he even got through a game without getting hurt. And so Aaron Boone, who's probably going to have to sit on the sword for the New York Yankees at the conclusion of the season, he wanted to make clear, you're not going to blame anybody tonight. You can't blame Rodon. I was hoping for, you know, like four innings not being totally built up and to give us six strong innings like that. It was an interesting outing for him, though, just in that they were swinging so early in the count and putting so many balls in play early in counts. Um, So... You know, he did his job and put us in a position to win a ball game. Yep, he did his part. You know who else did their part for the Yankees? Nobody. You can't win them all, folks. You cannot go out there and win them all. The Yankees have been awesome forever. Even when they're not winning a championship, they're still good. Like, their fan base doesn't know what real pain is. Their fans run around and tell you, 27 World Championships. Okay, sure. Yeah, we know this. Not this year. And so the Yankees are feeling some pain. For the first time, and and yes, a long time, the Yankees are feeling some pain. And, And can the Yankees turn things around and finish above 500? Absolutely. Is it looking likely with this roster unless they go on a a streak and somebody gets hot? I don't think so. But they're the ones who have to be optimistic. Me, I could care less what they do the rest of the season. I know they're not winning the World Series. That ain't happening. That would take a miracle. And if they're able to do that, then God bless them, but they don't have the roster for it. Giancarlo Stanton can go on a hot streak. But ultimately, for the majority of any season at this time, he's past his expiration date. Can he string together a good nine games? Yeah, he can, but he's going to stink for the others. Rizzo is out with, with a concussion. They didn't even know he had one. He was out there playing for two months, just playing through a fog. Got no young, exciting players. I can go on and on. Josh Donaldson, some of the traits. The Yankees, they're pathetic. Nine game losing streak here for the Yankees. Nine. 1982. The last time the Yankees lost like this, Thriller came out. Yep, Michael Jackson's Thriller came out in 1982. In 1982, when the Yankees sucked this bad on a nine-game losing streak, Gas was 91 cents a gallon. I put gas in my car today. Here in rural Georgia, my gas was 3.70 a gallon. The average income in 1982 was $21,000. And in 1982, the last time the New York Yankees stunk this bad, a nine-game losing streak, E.T. was the number one movie in the country. And E.T. was trying 
to phone home. And E.T. was an ugly you-know-what. And he is just as ugly as the current New York Yankees. Let's see how bad that this can get. I believe that there are actually New York Yankee fans who feel that this is a team right now. That if they continue to lose, then they have no choice but to get rid of Boone. No choice but to get rid of Brian Cash from the general manager. Well, let me tell you something, Yankee fans. If you think just getting rid of Brian Cashman is going to turn the Yankees around, then I got to tell you, I think you've been spoiled. Be careful what you ask for. Because the grass ain't always greener on the other side. Yeah, the Yankees won 99 games last year. The year before that, oh, yeah, and by the way, they almost went to the World Series. They got swept, but they almost went. The year before that, 92 wins. The year before that, before COVID, 103 wins. The year before that, 100 wins. Oh, but they haven't won a World Series since 2009. So let's let's fire the GM. Y'all better be careful. Don't hope for it to get too ugly. Because it can get worse. Be careful what you ask for. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The phone lines are open. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Oh, the Yankees knew this already. You can't win them all, which they haven't. But, yeah, things can get bad just like everybody else. Let's take your calls here on the Yankees. We're going to get into Josh Harris, and, and someone mentioned his appearance last night with the Washington Commanders. We'll talk about Baker Mayfield. We'll talk about Jason Kelsey, seemingly like his brother Travis, trying to fight everybody. Jonathan Taylor showed up to work. The White Sox, a, another team in trouble. They fired their general manager and VP. Lonzo Ball, Mike Trout is is actually playing baseball We got a lot to do. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. The New York Yankees are in the midst of their longest losing streak since 1982. This is the first time since then that they have lost nine games in a row. That is 41 years. Since then, every team in Major League Baseball has lost nine straight games at least once. Well, the New York Yankees, welcome to the party. And so let's see if this uh, leads to any change at the end of the season, but let's also be real. The New York Yankees are going to be playing baseball until almost just about October 1st. 
And so they have plenty of time to go on a four-game winning streak or a five-game winning streak and, and turn things around, maybe find a little bit of life. So the season isn't over, but it ain't looking good. It's not looking positive. They're behind the Rays, 17 and a half games. They're behind the Mariners, 10-plus games. This, is, this ain't a good look. The script has been flipped for this season. Carlos Rodon, who just got off the mound, it's not his fault that they lost 2-1 to one tonight against the Nationals. He pitched six innings, only gave up one run. He spoke after the game and said, yeah, ain't nobody going to save us. We got to do it ourselves. It's one of those things where we got to look ahead to tomorrow. We got another game. Um, I know I feel like I get asked this question about, you know, we keep losing games and it's always, you know, I'm going to give you the same answer. I mean, tomorrow we have another game today. Tonight's over. Um, That's the best way I can answer that. I think we just have to to trust in each other and go out there and and play baseball. I I don't have anything for you. You know, we just got to put our nose in the ground and and go. We got to go. That's it. Like, there's nothing else to it. This is what we got. Damn. I'm not saying damn to Carlos Rodon. I'm sitting here in the studio, and I feel like I just saw an alien. I told you the last time the Yankees had a losing streak this long, E.T. debuted. I'm sitting here in the studio. I got the Angels game on. I I just saw Mike Trout walk off of the field, not because he was hurt, but I just saw Mike Trout on a baseball field. That's like seeing an alien because the dude is always – hurt and then there's another alien currently at the plate his name is Shohei Otani but he's a good alien 855-212-4CBS that's 855-212-4CBS we're going to talk about Mike Trout's return uh, later on in the show let's see what these angels can do right now beating the Cincinnati Reds two to one uh 855-212-4CBS Andy is here from Arkansas you're on the JR Sport Brief Show go ahead Andy what's up Hi, Jr. Um, How are you? Thanks for taking the call. Well, I want to I want to make a point, and I want to play a real quick game with you and Chep. That's going to prove the point. I think there's no way Ken Williams should have been sent down the road. Um, general manager, and I know you can't fire a coach midseason. It is always, always going to be the coach's fault for not getting your players to play as a team. They have so much talent, so much talent. You know that. I know that. They should be dominating. Um, I know there's been injuries and things like that, but for them to be you know, flailing around and losing like they're losing. So I want to do this. I, I'm going to cheat. I get the Yankees. And then um, you and Shep get to pick who wants to pick Baltimore and who wants to pick Tampa Bay. Who said, who said I want to play a game? What is this, that thing? What is it, Jigsaw? <laughs> like, I'm not here to play games. Just make your point. Go ahead. My point is, we don't know the players on Tampa Bay. We know a few. We don't know the players on Baltimore. We also don't know the coaches' names. We know the Yankees' speak, names. Speak, should, uh, speak, speak, speak for yourself. Okay. All right. Well, you proved me wrong. Because I don't hey I, hey, I happen to keep up uh, very closely with the American League East because I sit down, unfortunately, and watch the Yankees. But go ahead. Continue. All right. Well, okay. So... Thank you for getting me through that. Tell me then why Ken Williams gets fired as general manager, yet Aaron Boone, who can't seem to coach some of the best talent on the planet, 
still has a job. And I, I appreciate it. I'll listen. Thank you so much. No yeah. problem. Thank you, Andy, for calling from Arkansas. Aaron Boone isn't coaching the best talent in the world. Aaron Boone is coaching and managing a flawed roster, okay? And we'll talk about the White Sox later on in the show because Ken Williams, unlike the New York Yankees, and I, I don't know who, how, how you want to mix things up here between Aaron Boone and, and Ken Williams. Ken Williams isn't out there. He ain't managing anybody, and they kept their, their manager. He ain't going anywhere. Aaron Boone can only manage who's in front of him. I, I thought we've gone down this road already. In every professional sport, we've gone down this road. Ask the great coaches. Ask the good ones. The bad ones can't make an excuse because nobody cares. Ask the good ones. I have vivid memories, and they're not memories. They're they're, they're vivid realities of Greg Popovich just a week ago saying, hey, I'm in the Hall of Fame because of him, 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 and him. Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker. Hey, Greg Popovich, why are you in the Hall of Fame? Them. Duh. Bill Belichick has come out of his own damn mouth. I'm only as good as the players that I coach. Oh, my God. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Hey, Andy, who you give credit to? Uh, Him. And we know who him is. Him, him, the quarterback, him. The one with the, the, the frohawk, him. Patrick Mahomes. Like, come on. If Aaron Boone was coaching Derek Jeter in his prime, CeCe Sabathia in his prime, Alex Rodriguez, drugs or not, in his prime. Roger Clemens, drugs or not, in his prime. If we went through every Yankee, Mariano Rivera, Bernie Williams, if we went through every New York Yankee in their prime and said, hey, Aaron Boone, instead of playing against the Yankees, or at least playing for them, at one point he did, hit a damn good home run too, by the way, you can manage them. I think Aaron Boone would have success. Aaron Boone has had to throw out Greg Allen, the corpse of Josh Donaldson, a rookie shortstop who is just finding his way in Volpe, a declining outfielder. You can't even call him an outfielder. He's a muscle man. And Giancarlo Stanton. So to look at Aaron Boone and go, well, how come Aaron Boone ain't get fired? Well, Dan, what are we supposed to do, just fire everybody? Got a question for you, JR. Please. So to, this is in two part. One, if you look at what Boone has done, now I'm not counting 2020, obviously. I'm counting the full four seasons he has managed before 2023. He has averaged 99 wins, and he has made at least the ALCS three out of those four times. To me, JR, we're not, I'm not saying you, as a media, as a fan base, we're not looking enough at the greatness of Aaron Boone and what he has produced every single year, and then said, you know what, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. What I hear everybody saying is, 
well, Boone clearly does not have control of this locker room anymore. Clearly, the clubhouse does not put their full-hearted faith in Aaron Boone, and everyone wants him out. And I think we are glossing over the last four or five years. How much of that is Aaron Boone just doesn't really seem to care that much in these post-game press conferences because, like, like you said, it's the same thing every damn day, as opposed to if you have a guy like Joe Girardi, you have a firing individual like Tony La Russa, even Joe Torre seemed to show more emotion than this. So if Aaron Boone had a different personality and more fiery, like a, like a, a guy like a Larry Boa, do you think fans would more gravitate towards keeping him and see, want to see him you know, manage this, this club yeah. in the future? Possibly, because nobody knows what gets said behind closed doors. And at the same time, we know that that managing and coaching isn't the same that it used to be. People ain't ain't responded to the same way of flipping over tables and ripping things to shreds. The players probably appreciate the fact that publicly he is not ripping them to shreds, but is probably reading them a polite riot act in the back. Now, having said that, it's a double-edged sword. The fans want blood because they don't see him kicking and screaming. And so from Aaron Boone's perspective, he's damned if he do, he's damned if he does, and he's damned if he doesn't. He is probably the most demonstrative manager when you think about his actions on the field, going after, going after umpires and challenging dudes. He is probably the most demonstrative. But, yes, fans only know, just like anybody else, what have you done for me, what have you done for me lately? Okay, you're not kicking and screaming in the post game. Well, yeah, you, you're 100% correct. It has not helped his cause. But for fans who want to look at him and go, oh, he has to go and he's the worst manager and he's the worst this, how about it boils down to the players? Aaron Boone, and the Yankees know this, Aaron Boone is not the most important piece to the Yankees puzzle, them winning or losing. They went to the American League Championship Series last year, and this is probably to the Yankees' benefit. This is probably what they want. They could put any manager out there and get the results. And so, yeah, okay, fine. If you're a fan and you want to clamor for some old-school dude kicking things around, then maybe that's what will get the Yankees over the hump. But I doubt it. I think what would get the Yankees over the hump is if they got younger players who could perform, if they got reliable starting pitching, if they were actually, dare I say, I don't know, the Bronx Bombers. And that's what they have not been. And then I don't know, like like I told you, Greg Popovich knows how he's won. Maybe nobody would care about Aaron Boone winning or any of that if he had better players. You want you want a reminder? This is what a great head coach had to say about what made him a great head coach is Greg Popovich from his Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame induction. The second reason involves one word, so it's going to be quick. That's great, huh? One word, and that word is duh. Give myself credit. I did. You know what I did? I was there. I watched it all. I saw it, and I have pictures to prove that I was there while they won championships. Yeah. Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, David Robinson, and a Tim Duncan guy. Not, not too shabby.
It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The phone lines are open if you want to give me a holler. On the other side of the break, the Yankees, owned by Hal Steinbrenner, historically throughout their history, well, they are the most accomplished sports franchise in North American sports history. Last night, we talked about a brand new owner of a football team. His name is Josh Harris. This guy was lambasted last night. People didn't even give him a break or an opportunity. We'll go from a crap ownership with the Yankees currently to a guy hoping to turn a franchise around. We're going to talk about Josh Harris on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I just want to tell you, dude, I, I'm, I'm a late night guy. I've been listening to your show for a long time. This is awesome calling to talk to you. Um, I just want to I want to be a ray of sunshine for you tonight. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Listen, I, I don't need no ray of sunshine. White Sox need a ray of sh- sunshine, Yankees need a ray of sunshine. Who else? The Washington Commanders, they got a ray of sunshine. Yesterday, they broke the Baltimore Ravens' 24-game winning streak in the preseason, and now they got a new owner. And a lot of the attention, unfortunately, on Josh Harris last night wasn't on, like, hey, he's here, he's here to save the day. He's not Daniel Snyder. I mean, we, we had a caller hit me up last night. It's like, hey, Josh Harris looks disheveled. He looks intoxicated. He's not presenting himself as the owner of an NFL team. And I'm like, how does an NFL team owner present himself? Have you listened to Jerry Jones? Who cares what suit he's wearing? Have you listened to the man? Have you seen Jim Ursay and how he presents himself? Did you see the guy who just owned Washington? Daniel Snyder, how did he present himself? I mean, Josh Harris showing up in a a, a polo shirt when it's probably 100 degrees outside and sweating his ass off and being awkward on TV, if that's the worst thing, I mean, damn, we just picking apart everything, right? $6.5 billion to buy this team. Already owns the Sixers. They got their own problems. Hi, James Harden. Owns the Devils. Let this man do whatever the hell he wants with Washington. He can't be worse than his predecessor, okay? And by the way, he was in the booth, ESPN, with Joe Buck. And Joe Buck pointed out the same damn thing that I just did. Like, he might as well own the whole world. Listen to this. Preseason, but we'd still like to win. Yeah, I mean, you're no No stranger. You're no stranger to uh, professional sports teams managing general partner of the Devils, of the Sixers. Yeah, he owns everything. He's like uh, Stan Kroenke. He owns the, the Nuggets, just won a championship. He owns the Rams. And, 
Uh, he owns the, the Avalanche, just owns everything. Why is Joe Buck getting no flack for leaving him hanging, by the way, JR? I don't think he's paying attention. <laughs> like, come on. It's like, it happens. It happens all the time. You go to shake somebody's hand and they're not paying attention. It's just, it's life, man. It's no big deal. Maybe we need to get away from just shaking hands. I'm fine with that. I could care less. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Moses is calling from Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's going on, Moses? Hey, JR. Let me say something. You are being a little bit harsh on me. They had a bad Can, can you bad say that? You, you were pretty low. Can you say that again? I said you are being a little bit harsh on the Yankees. Okay, explain. The team that you should be really going off on is the Mets. They went and got a 56-year-old pitcher, a 58-year-old pitcher, and what did they give them? They paid them all that uh, money and then what they did. Well, 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 well Moses, which hold, hold on a second. Let's 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 slow down here for a minute. Okay. Before you go to the Mets and 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 make your point <laughs> on why you think I should be eviscerating the Mets, who have nowhere near the history of the the New York Yankees. What did I do or say that you found to be too harsh on the Yanks? Uh, The way you went about just tearing them apart. I know they they, they got two players and the rest are nobodies, pretty much. Stanton is overrated. He should be gone. No, but I what understand. did I say? Yeah, but the way I went about it, I, everything that I said was factual. What What did I say? I, I'm not asking you that, your opinion on why the Yankees are bad. What did I say that was too harsh? Just the negativity. I just, I just felt that it was just they, Wait, negative. wait, wait. My negativity? No positive vibe. Like what they, they are on do. a nine-game losing streak. Where's the positive? I'm not creating the negativity. I'm telling you what the facts are. Nine games is nothing. That's Wait nothing. a minute. Nine games is not a, a, a the new for nine games is a losing streak. The lengths of which the Yankees have not tasted in 41 years. So nine game losing streak is not nothing. What is just just everybody's losing nine games is all the time. No, what are we talking about, Moses? Well, there's always tomorrow. Moses. There's always tomorrow. Are we, Moses, are we supposed to have are, – are you really – are you are you serious? Are you just on the radio saying stuff? No, I'm, I'm serious. You can't – no, I, you're I, not. You, you just called me and told me I'm being too harsh on the Yankees. I'm being too negative and not finding the positive, and they're in a nine-game losing streak. Like Moses, what did you eat for dinner? Did you eat dinner? Yes, sir, I did. What did you eat for dinner? What did I eat? Okay, I just came from a photography job. Let me see. What did I eat? I ate some um, egg rolls, some spring rolls. It's spoiled. Moses, you got to call me back another day and be, be honest, okay? Okay. Okay, thank you, Moses. <sighs> This is why, like, you can't please everybody, right? He's friends with that guy yesterday that said you were being too harsh. 
with the, the Ravens guy? <laughs> on the Ravens. Because you pointed out the fact that they had a, a, a significant winning streak, and I think it was 24 games snapped. Yes, hadn't lost since 2015 in the free season. And because you pointed that out, you are being a tattoo critical about that uh, Ravens loss, in my opinion. So when I, when I tell the truth, I'm I'm just being I'm being harsh and critical. You know, you said damned if you do, damned if you don't when it came to Aaron Boone and his press conferences. I, I'm starting to think that's you, JR. <laughs> it don't matter what I say, right? <laughs> right? Hey, the Yankees are on a nine game losing streak, JR. You're you're not being positive, you're being too <laughs> negative. All I said is the truth, they're on a nine game losing streak. It's terrible. You want me to put lipstick on a pig? Ugh. It's like people's kids, and I've said this before. It's like people's kids. Some people have kids, and then you wave the baby around, and you go, oh, it's such a cute baby. Like, nah, the baby's not cute. Like, you don't sit up here and tell these lies. Like, what am I supposed to say? If it's ugly, it's ugly. If the Yankees have lost nine games in a row, I'm going to tell you they lost nine games in a row. If the Baltimore Ravens finally lose a preseason game after a 24-game uh, winning streak in the preseason, I'm going to tell you that it's over. And now, now I'm being negative? Come on, y'all. Let's come down to planet Earth. The baby's ugly? I'm going to tell you the baby's ugly. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Mark is here from Nova Scotia. Go ahead, Mark, quickly. Hey, JR. First, I just want to say I, I, I just want 10% of the positivity that Moses has. Because, man, that's yeah, wild. Good, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to talk about another dumpster fire of a team, the Chicago White Sox, um, and, and what Reinsdorf did today with Ken Williams um, and Rick Hanna. To me, it doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, the whole uh, maybe he's trying to save face for his blind loyalty to La Russa there. I don't. I, I don't understand why, why Pedro Gafal, there seems to be no accountability for him, and I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on all of that. Well, we're going we're gonna to get to that in about an hour from now, so you okay. stay tuned, Mark, okay? Sounds good, Jay. I appreciate it. Appreciate right, you. Thank you. Thank you, Mark, Thanks. for calling from Nova Scotia. Yeah, the White Sox. They got dudes sleeping in the dugout. Oh, that was Tony La Russa. They got players sleeping in the back. Got dudes starting fights. This is the same Jerry Ronsdorf, by the way, who, uh, must I remind you, he, he owns the Chicago Bulls. He's here for a good dumpster fire, isn't he? We're going to get into the White Sox. Speaking of a dumpster fire, there's a dumpster fire. I guess I can call him that. He's a, he's a new quarterback in Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's not Tom Brady, not a dumpster fire. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.